0: Not only press me, but made me consider how do I work in my real job, you know, like in my, in my career, and how do I approach working with team members who come from all different backgrounds and don't even get to see each other in person?
1: Hey, this is Caitlin. Thanks for listening to Fresh Off the Boat. Our team is 100% self identified Asian Americans who created this grassroots podcast with the mission to make politics exciting and accessible. If you want to show us some love, you can donate to us on Buy Me a Coffee. Any amount helps and is greatly appreciated. You can follow us on Instagram at Fresh Off the Boat, and you can check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher. So without further ado, let's get the show started. Thank you for tuning into this roundtable. Things are a little different on this episode because you're only hearing from our team members. We're currently wrapping up our first season. And as you know, things have been pretty crazy right now in the US. As of today, we're recording. We just found out Joe Biden is the president-elect. Kamala Harris is going to be vice president. Donald Trump has been a little quiet on Twitter as of right now. kind of, you know, <laughs> waiting to see what happens with that. Fox News has, like, started calling Matt a little bit. There's, like, a lot going on right now. Um, but anyway, you know, it just felt like for our team up Fresh Off the Vote, it just felt like this was a good time to wrap up our first season and, you know, reflect on what we've done um, since we started the podcast in August and you know, kind of see where we want to go from here and what stories we want to tell and and have our voices be heard. Just for a little background on Fresh Off the Vote, this is a completely remote project. I am from California in the Bay Area. Um we have people on our team all over the US. We have people in Chicago, Kansas, Oregon, New York, Seattle, Ohio. We have someone in Nepal, like we I've never met each other in real life, yet, you know, we all came together wanting to make a difference and having our voices be heard and telling these stories. And personally, I've been really inspired. Um, Helen Lee, our director, of fresh off the vote, posted on Facebook um, in July when she just had an idea to start this podcast and to tell different stories and kind of sent that out into the internet and from there people started seeing her post joining the team that's how I joined um and you know we've accrued a team of of what like 10, 13 people maybe um and it's been pretty freaking crazy um to be perfectly honest with you but yeah so so i'm going to open it up to the rest of our team for them to introduce themselves and how they joined the podcast as
2: well so whoever wants to Half on. Uh, Okay, I'll go. I'll go. Um, So my name is Ava. I help with audio on Fresh Off the Vote. And I've also, you probably have heard my voice on a few episodes, but specifically the affirmative action, the public health and the climate change one. And yeah, like Caitlin said, it's been crazy and it's been a lot of fun. And uh, I think this... Podcast has been really good for me as a kind of like support system and like just meeting people.
3: Hi, I'm Jessica. I am the designer for Fresh Off the Vote. I also help run all of our marketing efforts. I too have been lucky enough to host a couple episodes. Um, you will have heard of me. Uh, from the Slacktivism episode, as well as the, uh, the Judiciary 101 episode, which I hosted with my college best friend, so how cool is that? I also heard about the podcast from the same Facebook group as Ava. I remember at the time, Helen was just looking for a graphic designer, and so I was like, okay, cool, sign me up. And, you know, I've been a part of the project since then, And it's given me a lot of purpose when I was really missing that in my life. I've just been very inspired by all of the young people out here who are making a difference and like actually doing work to try to start important conversations.
0: Um, Hi, everyone. I'm Julia and I help with audio. So I work really closely with Ava. Um, and you probably you might have heard me on uh, one episode, like Jessica mentioned. I worked with her on the most recent episode on the justice system. It was really fun to kind of work on the content side of things, and um, interview some amazing people who are really supporting their local communities. Going into the second half of the year, I had no idea I would actually work on something like this. I actually learned about the podcast not from the Facebook group, but from Jessica. Uh, one day, she just happened to text all of our friends saying hey i'm not working on this podcast <laughs> um and then after listening to the first couple of episodes i felt really drawn to the podcast mission and was really impressed by all the people that were working on these episodes and um so i'm just really grateful that i have had the chance to work on this podcast and had the chance to work on an episode even though i never thought i would okay hi
4: i'm kenna <laughs> um i've i'm like one of the younger members of the team oh could you tell us where you are okay yeah (laughs) currently i'm in a cafe and it's very noisy uh i'm originally from the island of oahu uh but currently i'm attending college in the state of oregon um i got onboarded to this team through the asian american girl club slack channel actually I was super interested in it just because I really like podcasts, and this was something I had never seen existing in the podcast space before, uh, with it being centered on Asian Americans and civic engagement. It was just a combination of coming out of quarantine over the summer, and I was transitioning back to college, and I was like, there's not a lot I could do at the moment in regards to making a difference. Due to, like, COVID restrictions, at least, and on an in-person level, and so I looked to the digital space, and that's where I found the podcast, and so I technically would categorize myself as outreach and content, but it's, like, I feel like I've helped out with other things, like, with editing, with video editing, and different things, and just, like, commentary, and just... (laughs) talking and giving input so i mean i'm helpful wherever it's needed essentially i think is what has best suited me
1: wait how do you okay we never actually did answer this question earlier how do you guys drink your coffee i drink black
2: usually oh black only oh, black do
3: not drink coffee
2: oh good for you i used to drink it black yeah i used to drink it black and then these days i uh, i have uh milk or something
4: I really like Dunkin' Donuts coffee, but there's no Dunkin' Donuts in Oregon, I don't think.
2: Okay, so I kind of want
1: to uh pivot our uh, I want to pivot our discussion to, kind of, like, what did like what did we all learn from you know this experience? Because I think from you know what we all just said, and from what I know from having talked to everyone, um outside of this roundtable is that this experience working on the podcast has been completely different from anything that we've done before, Um, you know, in terms of a creative endeavor in a political space, um, working with others remotely this way. And also, I think, for me personally, at least, working with an all Asian-American team Like I've never, I've never been in a space where it's all Asian Americans, all Asian American voices, um, and people, you know, just creating the content that we want to see reflected and us telling the stories are important to us. Um, so I kind of want to open it all. I kind of want to open like the discussion to, you know, everyone of, you know, what, what did you learn? what did you take away from doing this?
2: Um, I mean, like, I think maybe first of all, like, I still am trying to find, like, my authority in all of this. But um, something that I learned a lot is just taking over role of, and we keep referring to Alex, but he's basically like, he's basically our first audio guy. I've heard that a few times from comments from friends is like, wow, the audio quality is really great. And so I just took over that when he had to um, sign off and start doing work full time and figuring that out a lot and i it was really fun but it was also just like super stressful for me a lot of the times um and I that was something I had said I could do but I wasn't originally signed on to do yeah I think uh you know just figuring out like
1: like initially like okay I want to be involved and trying to find the way to do that. And I mean, being adaptable also. I don't know, find like finding it within yourself to like bring yourself to different roles that need to be done. And within like a grassroots like team also, like I think what has also been really inspiring for me looking at our team is everyone is down to do different work, to be involved. Honestly, our production timeline is pretty rigorous. Um, And I, you know, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta hand it to team members who weren't originally on content and just like have never made content like this before. Because like, when you're leading an episode, and this is you're doing this for the first time, you're really getting thrown into the deep end. Um, Because it's just like a whole new world. It's, you know, making content in this kind of way with this this schedule. So, like, I just wanted to give a big shout out to all y'all for making really great episodes and always being down to do the work because it's not something that I take lightly.
3: I know, I hate group projects. Hate them, hate them. It's like you are either the leader or the slacker. There's no in-between. But this has been... This is giving me faith that oh people actually can work together. I think it's just hard when like sometimes like there's no clear division of labor. Like yes, we have different like we have content and then we have like audio. So clearly the audio people like edit the audio, but aside from that there's no like very clear division of labor and then that's when I feel like group projects get the the workload is very unequal. But I don't know, I everyone pulls their own weight, like you said. So it's been a good working experience.
0: Yeah. And so I came into the podcast halfway through, I think, maybe a couple months after you guys had already had plans in place. Coming in halfway, I never like I never thought it was disorganized at all. I was so impressed by the team and how you guys communicate with each other, share resources, and like get stuff done so quickly. So to me, I feel like the way that the team has worked together not only impressed me, but made me consider how do I work in my real job, you know, like in my my career and how do I approach working with team members who come from all different backgrounds and don't even get to see each other in person?
4: I mean, in the interview, I got onboarded for outreach and content, but I got onboarded for literally my episode idea. I don't know if anybody can recognize my voice. It's the... Asian-American athletes and the role of representation in social justice, politics. Uh, it was a little different because, like, once I got onboarded in August, essentially I was planning out the episode from then until it actually got released in October. So I feel like I wasn't as stressed in the conceptualization of the episode. But I think when Emmy and I started to feel like real-time crunches was, I want to say, when we were doing narrations. But other than that, like, overall, it wasn't, like, too bad just because, I mean, I also had to be on top of our time management due to us being in school. So, like, we had to, like, specifically be like, okay, this hour, we, we need to get this done or else we're gonna die. So, like, we set a lot of ultimatums for ourselves, so that was really helpful. But it was also very stressful at times. <laughs> Well, there's a lot of different things I feel like I've learned just because for like a lot of us, this was our first experience working on like a podcast just in general. And then a remote team became a very big thing and across all industries this past year. So I think it's just unknown territory for a lot of people. I, I think it's so funny hearing you all talk about like your age and like, uh, with me still being in college, <laughs> I well, it's just like I've learned so much just in like exposure to just hearing all of your life experiences and like how you approach work, how you approach life, and all the different topics we've discussed on this podcast. I would say, in regards to like production, I, I don't know. I didn't know how to produce a podcast episode before joining this team. I listened to a lot of podcast episodes, um, but yeah, that four week turnaround is killer
3: (laughs) and okay the thing is like it wasn't just like okay you have an episode you work on it It it's like all of us were simultaneously like editing episodes producing like marketing content or like helping the next episode with their script writing so it was like Yes, one pod one podcast episode was like a four week timeline, but we were kind of simultaneously working on like th- probably three episodes all at the same time, which was like
0: stressful.
1: Yeah, like I got like, I gotta say if it weren't if we didn't have the team we had and the size of the team we had, because that's the thing, like we're able to allocate a lot of uh we were, we were able to spread out the work a lot um amongst all of us if we had a smaller team if we had people who weren't um like working on so many different things at once like oh i truly believe that for like our our production schedule would have like tanked like the fucking titanic dude
2: like <laughs> Put it eloquently, oh, but I also I didn't know how much work goes into outreach, or like the whole marketing side of it is like foreign to me. Shout out to the girls that aren't here, like Amy and Angela and like Grace and Grace, yeah, and Helen
1: and Helen, I know Helen's done a lot of Helen's done a lot of outreach,
2: oh yeah, Helen,
3: Helen gives us many, yes, a lot of shout outs all over all across the internet, really. And the world, as she is the one who is in Nepal.
2: <laughs> yeah, wild, freaking wild.
3: That's the other thing. It's like so. I live alone in my apartment, and so it's it, it got very isolating during quarantine. And so, being part of this podcast, like having people to talk to and like work with, it just like helped helped me kind of get out of the very like isolated feeling that. A lot of people got during Covid, and that's why like our self care episode that Amy and Caitlin put together was so good because a lot of the things that they spoke about like personally I could relate to as well
1: yeah making like making making that episode specifically i like I knew that it was something that I wanted to like talk about in a certain way, but I didn't know how um you know, that would become an episode, and then Amy came along with the episode of the, with the idea of making an episode about radical self-care, and immediately, I was, like, I won in, because I knew that, for me personally, like, I was going through it right before I joined the podcast, like, just, like, COVID, the world, like, all this shit, like, made, was, like, like, really, was, like, affecting me um, of you know, even more from the depression I had prior to all this stuff. Um, I'm so thankful for the podcast, for being able to make that episode specifically, you know, and to have the space to talk about it and to, you know, hopefully, like hopefully have other people listen to it, like like hear the message. Um, Some of you guys have mentioned already in this roundtable, like it's really been a community for me um you know getting to work with you guys on episodes to strengthen my own opinions to have like honest conversations about what's going on in the world um and to you know have like fun moments like you know in our team bonding um
2: figuring out how tall you are
1: oh my freaking god
2: (laughs) who was the who was the tallest one out of all of us it was jessica jessica I think it's Jessica. Yeah. <laughs> how fa- how tall are you again? Five seven. Okay, yeah. Jill, are you an, are you taller than I am, or am I taller than? Are we the same height? Me? I'm yeah. five two and a half. Five two. Okay, you're taller than I am. And a half. <laughs> that half <laughs> makes a difference. It makes a difference. <laughs> it does. I agree. I say I'm like five like five foot and like three quarters or something like that. I'm almost five one. Yeah.
3: This is a big bonding moment for us, is trying to guess each other's height. Because, as we said, we've never met in person, and all we see is, like... Is the
4: waist up. (laughs) Yeah. It's, like, the chaos of knowing, like, how tall people are. I think it's just the whole thing where it's the tall people energy. What's tall people energy? It's what Caitlyn
3: has. Yeah, we thought Caitlyn was, like, 5'10 plus uh, this entire
2: time. Oh.
4: Okay, (laughs) I thought she was, like, 5'9 maybe. (laughs) But I never thought, Ava, I'm really sorry, but I never thought you were really tall. Oh no, I I don't.
2: (laughs) I don't come off as tall.
3: It's like the crack energy, but also, Caitlin is always the one in meetings that's like, hey, let's move it along. Like, this is not productive. Like, let's be more efficient with our time. And like, Caitlin is also very young. And I know myself, like, when I was that age, I would never have the confidence to like, able to speak up to a bunch of strangers like that so I very much admire that quality
0: wait Caitlin how old are you I'm
1: 23
0: I thought you were older <laughs> <laughs> what do you think I was like 27 <laughs> okay I it. I mean like I mean like not in terms of looks but in terms of just like your energy no
1: no no no, no. I mean no I, I mean I will say like people I mean like I've gotten that comment a lot before like people think I'm older than I am Yeah, and I also will say, like, I am comfortable, I think it's weird, it's like, I'm comfortable to, I'm comfortable speaking like that with you all in the podcast, but like, in other situations, I'm like, really not comfortable with like, myself and like, my voice, I, this is something I've talked to my therapist about, literally,
2: (laughs) we laugh,
4: but I've cried. Speaking of
2: voices, I learned how all, wait, when did you cry? Every week. To my oh.
1: therapist, I cried yesterday in therapy. Yeah, I cried last week in therapy. Literally every week, no matter what, it just happens.
0: I have noticed the best therapy sessions are when you do actually cry. You can just like, let it. It out. just helps you like unstuck. Yeah, like
1: I don't know. I don't. I don't
2: know how you do therapy and you don't cry. Like it's so true. Oh, just uh, maybe. I think I lost my train of thought. But speak. I think it was speaking of voices. It's like you you hearing yourself for the first time and thinking you sound a certain way. Like I thought. I think I ask good questions generally, but I didn't know. Like um, I have to re-record a lot because when I listen back on some of my interviews with people, there's it's it's really awkward. <laughs> for me personally, I don't sound very like put together.
1: That's fair. I mean, like if you're not, I mean, doing doing interviews speaking this way and having it recorded is a skill set it is something that it's like it's really a skill set it's something that it's not natural you know unless you're like a freaking reporter coming out of the womb you know like it's
2: you know who's really good at that is helen yeah like i sat in on her with an interview one time and it's just like they're very straightforward very straight to the point articulate and i'm just kind of like yeah, I want to do that. Yeah, just like how hard interviewing is, and like as a skill.
1: Um, and is there is there I mean is there anything else like any that comes to anyone's mind from like, like working on the episodes, um, content wise about like, are I mean like I mean, exact like me personally like, I know that I've really learned a lot more about these topics that I was already interested in, and the ones that never crossed my mind, like kind of, for example, your episode um, about athletes and activism. Like I am so not a professional sports person. Like I don't know anything about it, but I worked really closely with you and Emmy on your episode, your narrative and reading through your script a lot and and you know really thinking about okay what part of this is really important um and yeah like i mean this is just an example for for me so
4: for me being asian american in, in hawaii is different than being asian american on the continental us so it's like i'm not saying the stigmas didn't exist or don't exist in hawaii but it's not maybe to the amplified level just due to exposure and like experience wise so i think it's just yeah being firm in my beliefs is something I'm still working on, but uh, I think it's really helped uh, doing the podcast.
0: And on top of you know, looking at issues through an Asian American lens, I feel like one other thing I really appreciated about the podcast is that we really highlighted Asian American voices who represented our, our identity and could speak from those, that perspective. <laughs> I mentioned this to Jessica before, but I feel like not only do I not know some of the issues from you know Asian American perspective, but I also don't follow a lot of people who are Asian Americans. And I don't know if that's because I'm not purposely looking for them or it could also be because there's less Asian Americans in those spaces. Working on the podcast has really made me reevaluate that and look for people who are working on these issues and can understand where like, my background to a certain extent and they have a bigger platform. So I found that really valuable.
2: I think both Kenna and Julia said some these like thoughts or like trails of thoughts that we've had through the season and like questions that we're still asking ourselves, but then also like forming an opinion at the same time. Um, I didn't know very much about affirmative action coming into the episode, but it was brought to me. It was brought up to me with from Helen in our first meeting by working on that was how I like learned a little bit more and just kind of like solidify my opinion on it. And I think like that is one way to go about writing an episode, but I think it's always just like, I guess like we're still trying to like leave thoughtful thing or some, some parts of it open enough for people to like wrestle or like deal with themselves personally. And I think one example of maybe a, of like what, how I wish I improved upon writing an episode or maybe getting my point across was was the affirmative action episode and like having people that still were confused after it or just having like lingering thoughts after. so i'm from california and the affirmative action thing or the affirmative action prop that we talked about and like referenced didn't pass so we still won't consider race as a consideration for like admissions or like job in the workforce and i think How could I have done better to get my point, the point across that we should consider these things? And like speaking about identity, something we constantly are like back and forth thing is like, are we AAPI? Are we just AA? Because a lot of our guests and friends of mine have also brought this up is like, how do we like bring in the Pacific Islander perspective of it? Have we been? That's another like question of responsibility. We'd have to like consider more thoughtfully like moving forward. Um, And I don't have an answer to that yet. But and maybe it's just kind of like us reevaluating the types of guests that we bring in because a lot of them have been East Asian and that's like all, also my like bias as well. I definitely am really glad to have their voices. I just think that like okay, now that we've done this, what else can we do to improve? Yeah, I think it just speaks to how hard it can be
1: to you know if if you don't know where to look for you know if you uh if you don't know where to look for people or if you don't know if you know how many people there are for you to reach out to and stuff like that it can be it can definitely be
2: hard um so yeah yeah I think something that I always think about and like call back to pretty often is like Helen's t- uh, professors or mentors pervy she was just kind of like there's been do- there's people that have been doing the work and so I was just kind of like okay yeah so so if they are it's just this like am I just a little too young and I am still trying to like navigate my way through the space and find it. And like who who are the aunties out there to help us do all, you know what I mean? Right? I think that's what she said. Or something like that. <laughs> um the uh and like in terms of building off of our podcast like future podcast ideas or side ideas. Um I think something that Helen had ta- wanted to like had brought up briefly or like in passing related to that was like voter disenfranchisement I feel like we should just have a sticky board of all that stuff and just like refer to it whenever we're like what do we do wait we should really do that
3: oh cool okay yeah yeah just like a an idea dump I don't know why we haven't done that 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 feels like a (laughs) missed opportunity
1: okay well we'll start doing that now
3: we'll figure out the future what we're gonna do in the future and we'll go from there um
1: I feel like When it came to planning this first season, a lot of. I feel like it was. There was always kind of like the overhanging, like the looming of like November 3rd election. And so when it came to us planning our episodes, we were trying to diversify like all of our episodes. So they spoke to a lot of different things, most of them in relation to something about like voting or what is happening with you know something current um i think going forward like i i think there's a lot of stories that are kind of tangential to previous episodes we've done that you know we could do and i would be really interested in in us doing in the future um yeah i think going so i think going forward there's like there's a bunch of topics that we could come back to um especially since now <laughs> the election's over <laughs> you don't gotta worry about that anymore
3: fingers crossed it's not over until it's over <laughs>
2: okay uh, i take that okay we can breathe a little easier today i think someone brought the secco and we're gonna do a little we're gonna cheers just a little bit and then like i know i this week i'm like how do i move forward what do i do trying to figure that
4: next step right I was politically active before joining the podcast. I was aware of things. I wasn't totally oblivious, but it's like, this year has definitely, for so many different reasons, has like made me pay attention. For good reasons. And I think it's just like definitely from like, the election, this podcast, all of us having informal and formal conversations about politics. It's like, um, it's. I think for the better it's helped me like, pay more attention to my local elections. Like, and keeping up with, like, those things, because those were, were, are just imp- as important as the presidential. And so, like, I think, too, it's, like, s- paying attention on a local level in other states. It's, like, everything that's happening in Georgia now that's going to have a runoff election in January and s- things like that. Like, I would not have known where all the different states are in the United States if I hadn't, like, stared at the Electoral College map for, like, this whole week. So it's, like, things like that. It's just, I... I'm grateful for it. Very stressful, but like, yeah.
1: Thank you for listening to this roundtable and final episode of season one of Fresh Off the Boat. I just wanted to thank and acknowledge everyone who's been a member of Fresh Off the Boat season one. Alex, Angela, Amy, Emmy, Grace, Helen, Lucianne, Swathy, and everyone in this roundtable. Thank you all so much for your input and hard work that went into this podcast. From the entire team of Fresh Off the Vote, Like we are so appreciative of our audience who's interested in hearing Asian American voices and stories, and for being open to learning a little bit more about all these different topics related to civic engagement. So, you know, if you have anything you'd like us to know, please let us know. Um, it's truly been a pleasure. So... Till next time, this has been Caitlin signing off.